Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Justin's calling from Manhattan. What's up, Justin? Oh, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Justin? I'm a first-time caller. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. First-time caller. I'm a big fan. I work overnight security. Uh, so me and my partner listen to you all the time. You get us through our shit. Thank you. You make us laugh. You make us smile. Thank so you very much, down. Justin. Well, thank you. I love you guys. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you both very much for listening. I appreciate it. Oh, I, of course, man. I, I'm a brother like you, bro. I, I, I have to work on my on my inner peace sometimes. So I, I get it. I'm right there with you. Well, listen, look. I got a couple things about the Knicks. Here's my big thing. I, I, I never liked Julius Randle ever since they signed him. I always knew what he was going to be. A regular season warrior, and then when it comes to the postseason, you're going to see him choke up. Um, it, it happens a lot when we get some of these guys, uh, try to sign some of these veteran players. I'm not saying that he's a vet vet, but, you know, he's been in the league for a couple of years, and we've seen what he has to offer. Um, him trying to be a primary ball handler on our offense is not working. We've seen it the past two years. I don't understand why they keep trying to run the offense through him. I like how, you know, they're trying to move the ball around now. I like I like Tom Thibodeau. I really hope they don't fire Tom Thibodeau, but I do think Tib needs to wake up and tell these guys to get more aggressive inside the paint on both sides of the floor. There's no reason why we're taking so many uh, contested shots and um, the ball can't be spread around. Because if you spread the ball around just for an extra pass, you will see that you have one or two people open in the perimeter. If not, you got Mitchell Robinson and um, uh, Jericho Sims inside. And I love Jericho Sims since the um, the uh, summer league. He mm-hmm. shows like a, a couple of good sparks here and there. And I think if you keep him and watch him develop, you're going to see him probably become more of an um, impact player than Mitchell Robinson, probably. But it depends on how he develops. But that, that's just my intake on that. Again, Sal, yo, I love well, you, man. I love listening to your show. Uh, I want to hear your points, though. Well, thank you, Justin. I appreciate the support. Uh, we really do appreciate the kind words and, and the support. Uh, look, here's the thing. I, I You could talk about Tibbs and his coaching style. I trust Tibbs. I think he's a good coach. He'll eventually get fired because the Knicks aren't good enough. And they have limitations. And you talk about the ball movement and the extra pass. Yeah, you're right. Those are important things. And I've seen this team at times look like they could do that. It's just way too inconsistent. And I don't know how you can definitively say it's coaching. And maybe that's a part of it, but I really think that it's the players that are the problem here. Think about this. And you talk about Mitchell Robinson and Jericho Sims, and I like those guys, but they're both defensive centers with limited to no offensive game. That's a problem. In today's NBA, now, I like a center that can play down low. I grew up watching Patrick Ewing, so that's what I think a center is. And I know that's not anywhere near what a center is anymore. In today's NBA, you need bigs to be able to stretch the floor. The Knicks do not have that. Julius Randle is not a guy that you want to see with the ball in his hand. However, two years ago when the Knicks were at their best with this group, Randle was a guy with the ball in his hand. 
He played at an all-star level. He is not that consistently. He's a turnover machine. He's not going to a guy who's going to create his own shot. He's not even a good shooter. R.J. Barrett, again, not a good shooter. A shooting guard who isn't a good shooter, whose strength is attacking the rim, who also isn't a good free throw shooter. He's working at it. He's just not improving. That's a big problem. And is it Tibbs who's not giving Grimes, McBride proper minutes? Is it Tibbs who's maybe stunted the growth of Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin by limiting their minutes? I don't have the answer to that. Is I mean, how many coaches have we seen with the Knicks? Is a, another coach really going to make a difference? And whoever it may be, it's not going to be somebody with the track record that Tibbs had before he got here. And then we saw in his first year what Tibbs did. You know what the most fun thing is or was about that team a couple years ago? That finished fourth? The effort that they played with every night. That team, the reason why I got behind them and everybody else in this town got behind them, not because they were winning a ton of games, it was because they played hard almost every single night. They were a team that didn't really have a lot of talent, but they gave max effort and won a lot of games on sheer effort because other teams were were basically just not showing up. Knicks didn't have any scoring, didn't have any shooting. They had Julius Randle, and they played defense. The idea would have been to build on that foundation because we thought that that was, I mean, I thought that that was a Tibbs thing. Okay, well, this is the coach making a difference here with this foundation getting this team to play hard defense. Now, if they could just add some actual talent and some guys who could shoot, maybe they'd be okay. And they tried it with Fournier and Kemba Walker, and it it didn't work. It failed miserably. And they got worse. And that foundation that we thought was there, that those guys were going to be added to, turned out to be a fake foundation. A house of cards. Led by Julius Randle, who was miserable last year. Both miserable and terrible on the floor. And he wasn't the only problem, but he was the focal point because he was a guy who was an all-star a year ago. So you had Tibbs and Randall taking all the credit in the world for turning the Knicks around. And then a year later, both those guys getting criticized because Randall was awful. And what happened to Tibbs' defense? Well, here we are now, year three, and there still are inconsistencies. And Tibbs will say, well, I'm an offensive coach too. I know how to coach... Offensive basketball, I know my bread and butter is defense, but you know he can coach offense as well. Okay, maybe that's true. I'm sure he's a great basketball coach. But it's either not working with this group, maybe he's not resonating anymore when you see the lack of consistent effort. Did it take or need to take a team dinner, a players-only dinner, to get the Knicks to buy in and play hard? I mean, I don't understand exactly what's going on here. And then even if you do get the effort, they still aren't good enough to be consistent with the ball movement, with the shooting, with the free throw shooting, with the defense. And that's why they're maddening. So, I mean, I don't have an answer 
to what to do here other than bring in better players. If they fire Tibbs, it's going to be, okay, great, so who's next? It's going to be somebody with less experience. We're going to find out what they can do. If they can be an offensive guru, whatever it may be. If they can lure a big player here. I mean, that's where we're at with the Knicks, where it's essentially you need a big star. They made their bed here with Randall and Barrett, and it's not looking good for them. And I can't imagine it changing. They have been consistently inconsistent, if not flat out underperforming the highest of the expectations. Randall was an all-star. He's got to be that consistently. R.J. Barrett was supposed to grow to that. That's the only way this team will be any good. So ultimately, I don't even think it's in Tibbs' hands. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.